Hi, welcome to the show Be Convinced, where I share life-changing stories of hope with you so that you can get a big dose of hope in just 30 minutes. I'm your host, Soraya Diasi-Kofeld. I'm an Ivy League-educated lawyer, a former judge, small business owner, children's author, wife, and mother who's passionate about helping to improve your life and convincing you that there is indeed hope for a better future for ourselves and our children. Because of my diverse education and life experiences, I'm able to bring to you a wide variety of guests, from children to millennials to senior citizens, all of whom share their heartfelt, life-changing stories of hope to inspire and motivate you. Each story is told by ordinary people just like you and me who went through different challenges in their lives and have been able to overcome them. Mother Teresa once said that one person alone cannot change the world, but one person can cast a stone across the water to create many ripples. I would like my podcast to do just that, create many ripples through many lives, including yours, as we hope for and achieve better. Please rate and review my podcast on Apple or Spotify. Also, please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. It is easy. Just click a button and it's free and you'll get all my new episodes to keep you encouraged and filled with hope. This is episode number 79. My guest, Peter Lynch, is on a mission to empower entrepreneurs to succeed by knowing and being their true selves. He will inspire you to become aligned with who you are and who God made you to be. Only then will you be able to have peace and true success, personally and professionally. He shares his journey from self-doubt and depression to financial success by understanding and accepting himself at the core of who he is. His story is one of perseverance and never giving up on himself. He now assists entrepreneurs to go from failure to financial success by doing the same thing, persevering and never giving up on themselves. Please stay tuned. My passion has always been to spread the love of books and promote the importance of literacy in a child's life. My passion inspired me to write a series of five faith-based children's books about our favorite holidays from a Christian's perspective, Easter, Fourth of July, Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. My books are filled with colorful illustrations and lots of humor because children love to laugh. All proceeds from book sales go to the nonprofit foundation as the Stars of the Sky Foundation to help promote literacy. To purchase my books, please visit asastarsofthesky.org or your favorite online bookseller. Thank you. Hi, welcome to another edition of Be Convinced, where we share life-changing stories of hope. And today, as you know, we're going to be talking with Peter Lynch. And before we begin the conversation with him, I'd like to give a quote. And this quote is from Steve Jobs, because we will be talking about empowering entrepreneurs with Peter. And the quote is, I'm convinced that about half of what separates the successful entrepreneurs from the non-successful ones is pure perseverance. And we all know that Steve Jobs, he was the co-founder and former CEO of Apple, and we remember him to be such a visionary leader, but he went through a lot of challenges, both he personally and then with Apple, the company. So I'm so glad to have you, Peter, joining us because you help businesses go from failure to success. You yourself have had a lot of turnaround. So thank you so much for being with us today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. Yes. And 
Tell us about your background before we get into more about what you're doing now and empowering entrepreneurs. Yeah. Well, what you just said, from failure to success, I think that fits my background. So Yes. <laughs> right. It's background of business, obviously, but you know, really just struggling with struggling with myself, struggling through dark depression through my teenage years into my early 20s, struggling with deep sense of just really grappling deeply with the question of why bother? Why be here? What's the meaning? What's the point of my life? Why continue? What is there to live for? Why am I here? What am I here to do? And having a, a turning point where I decided to find that. Tell us about that turning point. It was one of those things. It was a little, it was like a turning period, I suppose, yes. more than a turning point, right? Yes. I was up in Alaska. I moved there when I was 20, really to try to escape my life. And what I found was you can't escape from yourself. Exactly. You can escape the surroundings you're in, but not from yourself. Right. Right. A place cannot save you for there's no place where you can escape yes. from yourself. Right. So yes. I just came back face to face with myself and really just would go out in the woods alone at night a lot of times. And I moved up there in October and I got a job as a, as a nighttime caregiver to a dying man. So yes. I wasn't seeing the sun. I was sleeping during the day. So what I was already dealing with in denial came yeah. into my face with the different circumstances and really being new environment. And what I came face to face with was myself, that I was struggling with myself and that if this was going to turn around, it was really dependent on me wanting to live, believing in my own value to bother living. Mm. I didn't even understand it all consciously at the time, but I would go out alone at night place where I live. I mean, it's easy to live by the woods in Alaska. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. So, I mean, the place we lived, there was a lot of acreage just across the street. I could go walk in, you know, crunching through the snow and the beautiful, cold, usually just clear nights, starlit nights, and just sitting out there and just contemplating, really struggling with this point of like, why am I here? Why bother? Feeling like I was peer into the void over and over mm -hmm. uh, coming to that point of, I'm not sure that I want to want to turn away. I'm not sure yes. that I want to step away because it would be easier if I just wasn't here. It would be easier if I was to just die was really yes. what I was facing. They said it was a turning season, not just a point, but it was yeah. something in those nightly excursions where I would look up at the stars and, and really just feel like, no, there's something more to me than what I'm experiencing now. And I'm committed to finding that. That really was the, the turning point in a period, in a season, right? That led to me then going on experimenting a lot with my life, experimenting. What am I going to do then? What am I going to try? You know, well, tried uh, driving trucks, driving school buses, cleaning out septic systems from there, getting into food service management and then commercial roofing leadership, a whole bunch of oddball smorgasbord resume. <laughs> so you persevered and you had told me when we had our pre-podcast chat that you actually, when you went into the wilderness, you developed a pact between you and God. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Because it really was a, it was a prayer at that point. Mm -hmm. Why do you want me to be here, God? Yes. What yes. am I here to accomplish? Yes. You got to show me the way because I was brought to that point of brokenness within myself, emptiness, where yes. I knew that I needed him. I needed yes. God in my life. And I'd always grown up as a believer, quote unquote, but it was in those moments like that where you really come to understand what your faith is because it becomes real. That's where things became real for me was in a moment like that of just crying out from the depth of my soul, deep cries out to deep, as it says in the Psalms. And I love that because it's in the depth of my own pain where I cried out to the depth of God's love. It wasn't a magic bullet, but it was something that has altered the course of my life, brought, put me on the trajectory. And that trajectory was been punctuated heavily by that word perseverance. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I really admire you for just persevering because a lot of people give up and are content with 
whatever life they may be leading when God is calling them to much more. Yes. And yep. and you did also volunteer and worked with a group of troubled youth for a period of time. Yes. Yes, tell uh, us about also, that. Yeah, also in Alaska, it was a school for troubled youth. It was an opportunity to be a part of something meaningful. Also, it was a situation that quickly devolved or revealed itself really to be yes. a very unhealthy dynamic, a very cult dynamic, very cult leadership, overbearing, really awful, traumatizing experience for many involved, most involved really, myself included, but also became a school of hard knocks experience, trial by fire experience of human psychology. And brought me face to face to even see the cult-like experience that I needed to disentangle myself from, from my own childhood, yes. from my own family dynamic, yes. right? So it was one of those experiences that looks bad from the outside. It just looks like, right. oh, that was a terrible thing, right? Oh, I never should have gone there. If I'd had my head screwed on better, I wouldn't have gone there. But I went yes. there because of the unresolved conflict within me led me there. My own inner being was saying, we need to figure this out. So go here, get an, like, it was like anti-venom, right? Yes. I got went and got bit by a snake. Why? Because I needed to realize... I already had, was carrying the poison with me to do something good and found that it was very troubled. And that just really became a, a lens to see my life through as my childhood and the yes. experiences that I'd been yes. carrying and the worldview that I was carrying mm-hmm. and to be able to disentangle myself deeply from some really deeply rooted problematic beliefs. Yes. And it's good that you realize that and you were able to move on. You started your own company as a handyman at one point. Yep. Yes. Yeah, it was uh, coming away from that experience. My wife and I, we moved down from Alaska to Colorado. My family's in Colorado, so it was a natural kind of just landing Mm -hmm. point. I've got a lot of roots in Colorado, uh, where we are right now, getting ready to travel around for the summer. So it's a beautiful Um, area. Yes. Oh, it's great. I love Colorado. But yeah, leaving there was kind of just life felt like it had just been turned upside down, (laughs) shaken up, shaken around leaving that place, beginning to realize the extent of how problematic it was on our way out. So we took a road trip down the West Coast. It was awesome. Six weeks. Yes. Just to decompress and travel. And But by the time I got to Colorado, I was in a broken state. Already, as you can pick up from the story I've already been telling, my life's kind of been in a broken state. Yes. You know, like my self-esteem was always in the gutter. Yes. I didn't really believe in myself very much, even though I'd made that pact and I made that commitment. And that's the thing. I mean, if there's one thing about me, it is that dogged determination. Yes. Like I'm not yes. going to give up. I might come across as confident, but there's a lot of times I still struggle with my confidence and all the more so back then. So yeah, when yes. I got to Colorado, I really didn't, I didn't believe in myself. Yes. I turned around a, a business and it was actually the revenue stream for that school was a cafe, coffee shop. So we did. We did coffee drinks, food, all kinds of things, turned it around from struggling under 400,000 to going over seven figures for the year. Yeah. Uh, but I came down to Colorado and I just, I didn't really believe in myself. I didn't treat yes. credit for any of what I'd accomplished. So I just, yeah, I'd started in commercial roofing, had a great turnaround for that company, taking over the leadership for that team. And then left there when my daughter was born, I was tired of working so much and feeling underappreciated. And really what yes. I had to come to terms with was I underappreciated myself, but I still wasn't able to see that. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I still undervalued myself and went and started off as, well, I'll just be a handyman. So right. I can do that. Yes. Right? And then there's nothing wrong with being a handyman. No, certainly Some not. People, right. I mean, it's a great calling. Carpentry yes. really just was kind of a carpenter all around handyman, carpenter yes. kind of guy. Carpentry is amazing. It's not for me. It's not my calling. It's not my yes. passion. Yes. If you're not pursuing your calling, you're always going to be unfulfilled and frustrated. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was experiencing. Yes. And it wasn't because of what I was doing. It's because of what I wasn't doing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I started as a handyman and quickly landed some fantastic contracts doing national jobs, doing warranty inspection and repair for high-end luxury brands. 
but it also gave me the time to think and to ponder and to real and come back to this place of realizing that my passion, my heart is to work with others. And my heart is to work with people. And I want to see other, especially entrepreneurs succeed and realize their purpose, realize their fulfillment, their calling. Yes. And on your website, it's at unshakable dot pro and shakable is without the e right. <laughs> <laughs> you have about alignment and the whole process of being aligned and how peace is so important to us mm. so tell us about why alignment is so important to our success as well as peace because there's no success without alignment right because alignment what that means is that you're aligned with who you are Yes. You know, because what that means is that you're already fully equipped to accomplish your purpose in this life. There's nothing lacking. The only yes. thing that's lacking so often is just our own, our own beliefs, our own self-worth, right? Our own perception of our self-worth. And we're riddled in, in the success and motivation world and the entrepreneur world with these ideas of like success is rented and the rent is due every day. And these motivational quotes that are supposed to get you yes. fired up to go hustle and grind, yes. you know, but what are you hustling and grinding for? becomes a question. If you're trying to prove something, if you're trying to be something, if you're trying to be something, you're not being yourself. And if yes. you're not being yourself, then you're robbing the world of the gift that is you. And a gift is something that is given and a gift is something meant to be given. So your gift is God given already. We all have God given gifts. And so alignment really is stepping into alignment with your purpose and your passion Mm -hmm. and your gifts so that your success can flow naturally and peacefully. It doesn't mean without work, but it is an effortless experience. Yes. Yes. You're naturally working with gravity in martial arts. They talk about that, right? Flowing like water. And you talk about peace. How does peace play in with alignment. Oh, yeah. I love it because peace comes through struggle. Peace comes through battle. Like Peace comes with power. Power creates peace. But it's a struggle of coming to terms with yourself. That's the real work, is discovering yourself, resolving, healing the wounds, the internal wounds, healing the internal conflict. And then you can be at peace. Being at peace with yourself is the end goal. It should be. When you're at peace with yourself, then you're really operating in that state of flow, flow state. Let's talk about like this kind of ethereal thing that people are trying to step into with Mm -hmm. heightened productivity. And it's real, but it's not a hack. It's a lifelong practice. Yes. Peace is the byproduct of the struggle to come to resolve your inner conflict, right? So peace comes, be present to, right? Sit with the conflict because a lot of times it's just deep internal wounding, deep childhood wounding, that's hard to be present to because it's uncomfortable and it takes perseverance. But through that, you find peace. Really, the peace is being at peace with yourself. That's so true. And you have written that you're on a mission to empower entrepreneurs to succeed as true selves. Mm -hmm. So how do you help entrepreneurs do that? Yeah, well, again, by resolving those inner conflicts, right? And it really starts with identifying what is in the way. What is it that you're struggling with right now? Because so often it's just awareness is always the first step. And it's easy to get caught up as entrepreneurs, like with this false expectations of what success is or standards, right? I'll be successful when. When, yes. I'll be worth something when. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And your worth is inherent. Yes. Your worth is there already. There's nothing to prove. Mm -hmm. There's nothing to earn. You already are worthy. It's an inherent thing. Axios from the Greek means of worth, of weight. It's where we get the word axiom from in mathematics, which means it's an irrefutable principle. Yes. Right. So you are worthy. 
It's an exclamation used in my church at times too. Axios means you are worthy of worth, of weight. So I just want to bring that to the entrepreneurship world as well. That you're already worthy. You have yes. nothing to prove. Yes. Right. And then there's processes then once you understand this is what I'm up against. This is what I'm struggling with. Sometimes it's a system thing in the business. Sometimes it's just resolving, clarifying the message, proving the sales process. Those things become simple and easy. And I suppose I'm uh, they're also simple and easy to me because I'm good at them. The hinge point of it all is really that is the inner work. It's the yes. inner game of success, right? Yes. Of identifying yes. what are the internal blocks. I feel like I need to be like this person. Well, no, who are you? An unhealthy belief system that's getting in your way or self-sabotage as we name it, which isn't real. We experience sabotage, but your inner being, your subconscious is not programmed to sabotage you, mm-hmm. right? So it's an, even a misnomer. It's really inner conflict, just the conflict of I don't understand. Like in my own process, I had deep beliefs that money was evil, that if I made money, if I was successful as an entrepreneur, then I would be a bad person. So money, I had a hard time making money, go figure, yes. right? With yes. that kind of belief system, yeah, it was hard for, it's been, you know, it felt like pulling teeth to move forward in my business, literally like I was sitting there trying to pull my own teeth. Why? Yeah. Because my own inner child, my subconscious had a deep conflict with weight. This doesn't make sense for me still. Mm-hmm. It wasn't trying to sabotage me. It felt like sabotage. But the more that I treated as sabotage, the more I'm fighting. It's just like with my children now. If I just tell my kids to shut up and be quiet and I suppress them, the more they're going to act out or I'm going to damage them for life. Right. We have to stop treating our own inner child like that, which is what happens so often. Hey, shut up, sit down, be quiet, suppress, suppress, suppress. And then they're trying to act out more. So it's about sitting there, being present and healing. Integration, integrity. Be a person of integrity. Integration Mm -hmm. means bringing the pieces together, integration of the parts into a whole whole person. And what did you say the name of your company was? Axios. And how do you spell that? A-X-I-O-S. And you've helped many businesses, Peter, turn around from failure. What do you believe is the key and how do you approach someone who comes to you asking you for assistance? Well, you just said it right there. If they're coming to me asking for it, then they can achieve it. That's the key right there. I don't help anybody. They help themselves. I don't do anything for somebody else. They do it for themselves. It's the same for, again, because great coaching is based on the word education, which is educo, to adduce from within, right? So my job as a coach isn't to put something on top of, it's to unlock the potential that's already there. But that can't happen for the person who doesn't want it. So the real key to transformation is desire. And that's a tricky thing. If people don't want to change, then you can bring the horse to the water. You can't make them drink kind of thing. Yes. So when a person approaches you for help, how long of a process, a period of time do they work with you in general? It's a dynamic thing, dependent on the situation, dependent on what's needed. Sometimes it's as simple as a conversation. I've had some conversations with people that we just had a simple hour-long conversation about their business. Yes. And they go and they make some tweaks and they add 144000 to their yearly revenue from an hour conversation. Yeah. Yes. And that's great. We didn't really, in that situation, we didn't dig into the psyche. We didn't dig right. into the internal game. That was just yes. some systems pieces. But when it comes to really the inner game, the inner game of success, I would say that's an ongoing process. When somebody's committed to that, let's work together for eight weeks yes. and then take it from there, right? Yes. Because yes. that's going to give us a taste of what can happen. And usually yes. with that, we can shift some big boulders. It's true. And it would be once a week for about eight weeks is what you're saying. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. You had mentioned to me when we had our prior chat that you had a client 
who suffered from busyness. And a lot of us do suffer from mm-hmm. busyness. Mm-hmm. We want to keep busy because we think we're achieving. How do we deal with that whole belief that we have to be busy all the time? Well, it comes from, yeah, the exploring, first of all, why do you need to be busy? Right? What are you trying to prove? Really comes down to an exploration process. What is it? Why do you hold this need, this drive, this urge? What void or what emptiness or what hole are you trying to fill with busyness? And oftentimes it's trying to prove something. It's trying to prove worth. If I'm busy, maybe I'll get affirmation. But at least for most of us, this is the real case. If you've had unaffirming parents or troublesome parents, right? Yes. At least I won't get criticized. Mm-hmm. And that's the place. It always goes back to childhood. It yes. always does, right? Yes. At least dad's not going to come in and tell me I'm being lazy. So if I just stay mm-hmm. busy, it doesn't matter if I'm accomplishing. Because if you have low self-esteem, you're not going to accomplish anything. Because if yes. you accomplish things, you're moving forward. And yes. then your low self-esteem is threatened. Yes. But if you're just busy all the time, right? And so that's the place. So what is the business? What void is that trying to fill? Yeah. And that's very interesting. I'm trying to get an explanation so the listening audience understands better. So when you're approached by an individual, you have an initial discussion, and then you try to work with them based on what you perceive are their challenges. Is that how you go about it? Or you can tell me if you want to describe it better than I've just described it. No, I think that's fairly accurate. Yeah. If somebody's approaching me saying, I'm interested in working with you, that introductory conversation is really going to, first of all, why? What do you want to accomplish? What is it that you want in your life that's not showing up right now? Yes. Right. Because we need to, any map is useless without a destination. That's true. What destination are we trying to move towards? Yes. The main thing that we're functioning around is busyness per se. Well, maybe I want to just accomplish more in my day. What's the primary obstacle right now? Maybe it's just that I'm burning out because I'm busy all the time and I'm not accomplishing anything. Yes, yes. Well, now, so I'm not going to come in and tell somebody what their problem is. I'm going to help them see more clearly what their challenge is for themselves. And they're going yes. to tell me what their challenge is yes, for themselves. Yes. It's really just kind of a diagnosis. Where does it hurt? What hurts, et cetera, right? Yeah, so it's an exploration in which the, the potential client, the prospect, the person coming to me can tell me What is it that they're looking for? What are their obstacles that they're facing right now? Mm -hmm. And from there, that's also going to help me understand, is this somebody that I feel like I can help or not? If I don't feel like I can help somebody, I'm not going to sign them up for anything because there's no point, right? Yeah, that's Um, true. That's true. Why would someone come to you as opposed to any other coach or person who provides business incentives? You name it in the coaching world, right? There's all kinds of coaches calling themselves all kinds of different things. And I'm yes. here, I'm one of them, right? Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the old great question, why should I buy from you? I mean, the bottom line is just there's a resonance. If somebody hears what I have to say, and they're interested, and there's a resonance, and they feel like my message, the way my story, my background, just the energy, yes. there's a connection on that level, yes. then it's worth exploring. And my promise to anybody who has a conversation with me is there's no pressure of it because yes. I detest pressure. I teach a lot of sales, but I'm not ever going to be a pushy salesperson because yes. I detest that. It's yes. outdated. It's outmoded. It's ineffective. It's not the process. It's really yes. just about bringing clarity. Yes. What do you need? What's yes. the right choice for you? But if you feel like that's me, then great. If I agree, then great. Either one of us disagrees, then there's a problem. But I mean, yes. more so the other layer of it too is just because my approach is unique. It's unique in the market because so many things are trying to add another layer or just short circuit things with a hack. 
This is about going to a deep place and resolving things. It's not that others don't do this. I'm just saying that as a whole, when you just go survey the market, most motivational stuff doesn't go anywhere this deep. Most mindset things, mindset is trying to go a little bit deeper than motivation. And it's still scratching the surface because a lot of mindset coaches, and there's, I know some great ones personally, but I'm saying in general, sadly, that term is just abused because mindset coaches don't know anything about how the brain works. They don't understand how to go deep because they're scared to go deep within themselves. So I'd say ultimately the real reason is because I sit with the discomfort within myself and that's what equips me to do it with others. Mm -hmm. And you've helped businesses before overcome their failures. You yourself went through it and you understand what is needed to now help somebody else. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And there's the track record with my clients. And I've got the page with more of those stories on the website, given that it's working. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not my best tech person. So <laughs> again, Don't your website, your yeah, right. your website is unshakable.pro and is without the E. What would you like to say in closing? To just never give up on yourself, whatever you're going through, as dark as the challenges can be to never give up on yourself because you are worth it. More than the numbers, more than any other metric that we use for success in our Western culture, you are worth it. You inherently are worth it. So don't give up on yourself because you owe it to the rest of us to yes. share that gift that is lying dormant. And that's so beautifully said. Thank you so much, Peter, for a very inspiring podcast. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Oh, thank you. You too. Thank you for joining me on my show, Be Convinced, as we share with you life-changing stories of hope. Please visit my Facebook page, Be Convinced VI, and like and follow me. I post weekly about upcoming radio shows and podcasts. Please also visit my website at sorayadiasikofelt.com, where you will be able to read more about me and access my podcasts, which are all designed to give you a big dose of hope in just 30 minutes. Let's contemplate on what the great Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. once said. Use me, God. Show me how to take who I am, who I want to be, and what I can do, and use it for a greater purpose than myself. Mm